Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear, dear, dear. Rana, did you see what happened to the Lobsterman's friend? Well, I was trying to figure out if he knew this guy. By the way, we've never received more DMs, messages. You're right. Calls for concern. Uh, I mean, just everybody was hitting the SOS, doing their Morse code over this. Well, yeah. Well, guess who the Lobsterman left me for? Wait a minute. Yeah. Yep. Get out of here. I couldn't believe it. Jonah or, Jonah or the whale? Who did he leave you for? <laughs> honestly, Jonah, but I'm sure he was jealous of the whale. He said that guy was a hero. Because I texted him and I was like, did you know that guy? Did you know that guy? And he texted me back something I absolutely did not understand. And so then I called him and I said, because you know, it was just sort of like knuckles, basically. Yeah. And so then I called him and I was like, what, did you know that guy? And he was like, yeah, that's the guy I'm saying. Like that. Ugh. God. And I said, oh, and he goes, he's a hero. A hero? Like, what did yeah. he do that was so heroic? Well, I didn't ask him that, but he, he said that he was- scooped up. Yeah, but he said it was very sexy and he, that he's a hero. I would like to know what the inside of a whale feels like, wouldn't you? The inside of the yes. mouth of a whale? Also, like- It's very muscly, that tongue. I didn't read too deep into it because I was so jealous of him. Yeah. But what did he do to get out? Did he like tickle it? Did he the whale kick sp- it? No, the whale spit him out. He was like, this is absolutely disgusting. When you eat something you don't want to eat, you spit it out. So that so was just, what, that's what the whale did. How long that's was he? That's what he says. How long was he? We'll see. And that's why the lobster There's a lot said, of question marks. He claims oh. he was on the, it, I will say it gave me a lot of insight into a certain kind of lobster fishing that I really hadn't thought about. So it's very difficult, Rana. It made me think differently about the diving off the pier. The breadcrumbs. So basically- Are you telling me that now you respect his job? Oh, no, absolutely not. I'm oh. just saying it might be a job. That's all. I didn't oh. think it was even a job before. How dare you, Rana? He, you, you know what? I've been telling oh, you this, this entire time. this is so time. like you. you don't, you're not interested in anyone you're dating till they leave you and then you defend them to the death afterwards. Well, Rana, you know what? He was the one. He was the one for me. <laughs> yeah, here we he go. He was, especially in light of like, God, how sexy is it that some that someone's job catching lobsters could be that dangerous? It's, you know? Well, it's literally never happened before. That's why people aren't sure it happened at all. Well, and then guess what he said? Because I said, is there any chance you might want to get back together? And he sent me a ton of like those uh, emojis that are crying laughing. 
Oh, and it no. was so hurtful. That is it, so mean. It was so hurtful. And so then I said, well, so that's a no. And he was like, huh, guess who's the whale? And guess who's going to swallow that guy? And I, it was so disgusting, Rana. And I thought, like, he never gave me a blowjob. Like, I don't know why he would be giving this guy one. So it was really upsetting. And <laughs> wow. It sounds like sort of a non-starter of a relationship to begin with. My God. Maybe. Maybe. So I guess he's going to swallow him up. And in the meantime, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to set something up to where something could attack me. But, yeah. like, I would know I'd be safe at the end of it. So that yeah. maybe he would find that attractive. But it's a very serious business. And fuck that lobster man who got stuck in the whale just to claim someone's heart. It's bullshit. He was 45 feet below picking lobsters up off the floor, apparently. The mm-hmm. ocean floor. Yeah. Well, that's the and problem with lobster. I mean, he doesn't pick up after himself. Anyway. His friend. And then his friend was up above in the boat. I don't know who he is, but apparently they fish in a team of two. Yeah. And he claims that the that the whale was, you know, doing his thing with, this is what whales do is they open their mouths and they, and they basically do a, a big gawk. A scoop. A yeah. scoop, exactly. And then they have the baleen, which is essentially like a strainer. The Hershey's. Oh. Yeah. No, that's something else. That's butyric. What was it? Butyric Oh, right. It sounded acid. like baleen. Uh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, or butric. I can't remember what it was. But, right. Oh, wait, did we get a lot of responses on that? Well, Rana, I'm here to open minds and hearts. People went nuts over that. Because they, it's a taste you'll never untaste, but you'll still want to taste. I still like Hershey's. All so I, I could say means. was Parmesan cheese, Parmesan cheese, Parmesan cheese. It has the same thing. Really? Yeah. Well, then it starts to make sense because it just becomes about milk breaking down. It doesn't become about something you added to something. Right, but the taste that it tastes like is is What they're saying is it's a little, ro- it's a little rotten is what they're saying. Slightly yeah. rotten. Puke city. <laughs> anyway, he claims he got scooped up and then he was in there for 30 to 40 seconds. Yeah, I know. And then he, the, the, the whale surfaced and tossed him out. That's what they're saying. And in the meantime, Rana, I mean, I'm, I'm really upset because like <sighs> his, his photo is up at Shoopy's now right in front of mine as if, as if I, it's awful. Oh, like he's some sort of local celebrity or yeah, something? Yeah, it's horrible. You see huh. his now before mine. No. We've got to find you a dry cleaner. And a whale. I've got to get swallowed by something, Ron. I mean, this is stiff competition. Well, maybe if we can get you swallowed by something entirely different, you'll forget all about the lobsterman. And then Barry's towing company, she texted me and she said- Oh, no. She said, Don't do you have any me. way to get in contact with that guy? Oh, no. Yeah. And I said, no, I think I think he actually died in that whale. I don't think he ever got out because Ryan, oh, I'm losing no. money. I'm losing money. I'm losing my man. I'm losing wall space at Shoebies. It, this oh, is crazy. Yeah, this isn't good. No. So I need you to call the Boston Globe or I, I don't know, call. We need um, to, do, you know, what we need to do is we need a stunt. You need a stunt. I need a stunt. Kind. I need to get yeah. Chris Jenner on the line, Rana. Yeah. Maybe I'll make a sex tape. Yeah, make a sex tape. That's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Is Jordan yeah. around this weekend or? What? No, I just, he could shoot it or. Uh, he's not a pornographer. Rana, there's all kinds of art. Uh, you know what? Now, this has been happening a lot lately where I want to end the show before it begins. But I can't. I'm in a very vulnerable place, Ron. I hate to tell you this. Uh, we had our Negrana lunch last week. 
Talk about going from low to high. First of all, we had Jason Mianzoukasan, who was so terrific. So just truly a blessing. He might have been our most popular guest ever. Don't tell Naomi. Oh, I won't tell Naomi. Why would I tell Naomi? I don't even speak to her. Why would you tell her anything? I won't tell her anything. She talks about me. She talks about me behind my back. I'm sure about you all the time. I'm sure. People went through the roof on him. Yeah, I don't like him either, to be honest with you. What? (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean they went through the roof? They were so excited about the episode. He is honestly, he's so funny. He's so sweet and good. He's like all of those things put together. I think people were, were surprised and impressed by how wonderful his advice was. And they happened to say, if Rana ever needs a co-host again, if Brian ever is doing another towing co- commercial, which seems like it's not really going to going to happen based on what you just told me but that the walls are honestly (laughs) crashing on me right now like i can't even believe that they would love to see him as a co-host again and people don't know co-host again off (laughs) off camera he offered to be a co-host remember that or were you Mm. in the bathroom when that happened no i think i heard something about it yeah he said if you ever need i'd love to come back he had a blast he gives great advice yeah, I liked him a lot on the show, but I we're listening back and stuff. I I don't know. It seems like the wrong energy, you know. Wow, what are we gonna do with you? I wish I'd put you in Negrana before tonight started. I should go pour myself one to be honest. <laughs> and we're also we're recording in the evening, which yeah. is another step. All oh, that's day, right. People all day don't know. They don't know about your evening energy. This is your evening energy. Absolutely, because now I have time to think about everything. Oh, I just realized that this is really a bit of an unmasking for people because during the day you seem like you really have it together mm-hmm. but then by the nighttime you start to unravel a little before bit before night falls rana before <laughs> night falls this is my life really i didn't know in you a know, cuban hospital never seen- <laughs> were you in a cuban hospital <laughs> really really oh interesting i've never seen it rana you know what though well you really should after that reference because it's i believe it's about aids in a cuban hospital if i'm not mistaken but okay well no, that isn't my night tonight. Uh, that yeah. I That's can't not confirm tonight. or deny that that hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Rana, I, and maybe you're not caught up on this, but you're just the kind of person I want to hear. Okay. But first of all, let's not downplay the Negrana release. It's actually a huge fucking deal. And if you go to Negrana.com, you'll get your socks knocked off by these glamorous photos. The pictures are incredible, but Gorgeous. I hate to tell you that they're completely accurate. Completely I'd accurate. I'd love the to tell you they're not accurate. Do you remember how excited people were in our clutch when you revealed it? I mean, it's incredible. Well, that's the other thing people don't know. The, only the coffee people know that during the clutch, which was such a blast. Oh, my gosh. That we revealed, the, we did the bottle reveal. And so they were the first people to see it. But the people, all the free feeds and the Patreons, et cetera, only saw it for the first time with everyone else on Instagram on Friday. And people need to order now because we're trying to get it to people, of course, in time for the 4th of July weekend, but that's coming right up. Yeah, it is. I'm so yeah. excited. It is. Yeah, it is. So we'll we'll have so many bottles out there together and it's going to be great. <laughs> you are off the wall tonight. What was the thing you were going to tell me? Well, because this is the kind of thing I want to hear your hot take on. My take. Okay. And I, But I don't know if you're like following it or if you're watching or whatever. I want it, you know, Erica Jane's lawyers dropped her and that documentary oh, I came did. out. And I was yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I had did not see the documentary yet. I'm it's sorry not to that say. informative. Did you, you watch it? I want to watch did. it. I did. You don't learn anything, 
Except that the really effective part of it is you really hear these victim stories and it's heartbreaking. Did it leave you with any sense of anything about her or her her involvement, the documentary? Well, yes, at the end. And only in a very... She she is named on one of his companies as like yeah. the secretary of it or something. And that's, I think that's why, because her lawyers dropped her the morning after the documentary came out. Yeah. And I think they didn't know that. I, I think see. that I think that, well, essentially in their press release, they had said like, we can't work with a client who's not being honest with us. Yes, which is a really extreme th- thing to say. Because yeah. they, they don't have to say anything. Right. And I, in my head, I imagine she said, no, I didn't know anything about any of these companies. I never signed it. And the truth is she might still not have known anything. I mean, that could have just been paper pushing on his end. I don't know, but it's not a good look. Well, I don't know about that because apparently the way it worked, and again, we'll know more later, what do we know? is that he was transferring a lot of funds over to her company. She had a her EJ Enterprises right. or something. Right. And so he was the complaint part of the complaint cuz I I did read an interview with the lawyer but it's the lawyer for the Lionier people, the sort of class right. action people. Right. He claims whoever he is, Jay Edston or something. Yes, he was in the documentary. He yeah, so it's all a bit What's he trying to do? What are they trying to do? Who knows? I think knows? he's in a documentary. Somebody is, yeah. Well, anyway, he claims that they were funneling this settlement money, settlement money over to her company, and then she was spending a lot of that money. So, Right. I'll tell you the biggest, the reason you know the documentary <laughs> is a little bit sort of, I don't know, maybe not the, I don't know. It was probably pretty reliable. But the first person you see on this documentary walking to a chair and giving an interview is Danielle Staub. And you're like, oh, well, come what on. does she know? Well, why didn't you lead with that is my question. What are you wasting my time I for? know. And then you want to know who else is in it? Oh, you know what, Brian? Uh, no, believe honestly. me. Honestly, Ronna. And she was like, she's never been all that friendly to me on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, and it's just sort of go. like, what? Oh, here we go. I know. But I do like watching her. But now it'd be fun to watch her. I know. They really should have kept up with her, but I think she was just too much much. trouble. And then the only other housewife they have on there talking about it was, this was in like season three or season two or three of Beverly Hills. Do you remember Dana, the one whose sunglasses were $25,000? Or or whatever it was, $10,000. $25,000. Yeah. $25,000. So she's another expert $25,000. Yeah. $25,000. Yep. Yeah. And Camille was like, I just don't like saying the prices of things. I mean, if you have it, you have it. Oh, Camille. What a yeah. ding what a dingbat. True dingbat. <laughs> Total Trump or two, I think. Oh, who know? I mean, who know? just Yeah. Tumbleweed Total between tumbleweed. between the ears. Anyway, just but wanted not, to hear. But not not uh, you know, a little schemy and a little vindictive. Oh, she always had something going on, Camille. Yeah. 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 All right, dear. So listen to me. We've got Anna Grana. Oh my We've gosh. got people need to tag, order it. As soon as it starts, it's gonna start arriving. And when it starts arriving, I need people to be photographing it, Posting. tagging it. Absolutely. Posting about it. Right now it's on, I believe it's so this is Tuesday. So they'll start shipping, I believe, at the end of this week. 
Wonderful. So pe- the people started ordering last Friday, and I think they'll start shipping at the end of this week. So keep your eyeballs open for your Negranas. Uh, and we're hoping it gets to people in time for the fourth. I mean, look, what with COVID, et cetera, I don't know what's going on with this one and that one and post office and FedEx, but we tried to give enough runway so that people could get it, uh, in the lead up to the holiday. So we're we're keeping our fingers crossed that that all works out, but I can't wait to hear what people think about it. And there's a lot of fun little traits yes. in the packaging, and I won't say more than that, and there is m- even more coming. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I mean- Oh, I get it. Like C-U-M-M-I-N-G. No, actually, it's not at all what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't talking about being swallowed up. Okay. As you say. I was talking about there's a little, uh, what do they call something you get free with something else? I, I don't know. I won't call it a gift with purchase because it makes it sound like it's Estee cosmetics Lauder. or something. Yeah. But there is something coming. Oh, and all God. I'm saying is if you're having a true Negrana summer, yeah. y- you're going to wish you had this. So. Oh, boy. And by the That's way, we're all. so early into summer. You've got months well, you do and you don't. This, this is a limited run at the moment. Oh, so that's true. It is limited. Get them now. Yeah. So you got to get them now. You got to right, get them now. Dear. It's true. All right, dear. And then Juneteenth was celebrated last week, which was so exciting. Fabulous federal holiday now. Joe Biden's going to, well, he might have already actually signed Yeah, he's, it, it's already been declared. And it's it was, been declared. It was last week, which was so exciting. Very exciting. Uh, really wonderful. Took yes. too long, but we're Way glad it's here. Yes. Um, and of course, there's our fabulous coffee, which makes a beautiful cold brew. Askrunacoffee.com. I did notice, though, that someone on Instagram, I don't know whether, you know, sometimes people tag things and they're not really where they say they are. Okay. Meaning people will, right, tag, you know, G. Charles Rogers loves to do that. Right. The moon or wherever he right. is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This guy. On Christ a, the Redeemer or yes, something. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> this guy says he's in Bilbao, Spain. So I'm going to choose to believe him. Okay. And he made a gorgeous ca- coffee panna cotta with caramelized hazelnuts. And I mean, it's so stunning. Who is this man in Spain? His name is Al underscore S-U-E-S-C-U-N. So Al Sueskun. Sueskun. Oh, yeah, Al Sueskun. Take me away. And he's some kind of a chef. All his pictures are just gorgeous, beautiful things that he's cooked. Wow. And one of them he did an inspired by our coffee. Our shades of vanilla blend. He made a coffee panna cotta. It's absolutely gorgeous. So there it is. I mean, it looks like, yeah, something you'd get in the most expensive, like Jean-Georges or something. It looks like something I'd actually eat. Where most right. of the time, these people send us their pictures, and I think, I'm so glad they can't invite me over because of the Rana. Well, Al, you can have us over anytime you like. Al Sueskan would we love, we'd love to come. Exactly. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify 
directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Uh, Now we had a couple of updates. Now the first update is from guess who? Who? The member Tigger, the asshole cat. Yes, that jerk. So the guy that wrote in about Tigger. Yeah. Wrote in to us uh, about something completely independent, but wanted us to know he was also Tigger's father that was writing in to us. Should I read it or would you of like course, to? Of course, you should always Oh, that's read right. You love things. when I read, Yeah, Lana. I do. As a person who lived with an emotionally abusive partner for 15 years, I can't tell you how perfect all of your advice for the mother of the daughter who wanted to get married to the sociopath. Oh, this is last week, literally last week. Yeah. yeah. I kept shouting, yes, at the speaker. Also, I am the former writer who complained about the neighborhood cat, Tigger. Your advice was hard to swallow, but correct. We thought he was dead, but I saw him two weeks ago and had less of a desire to drive over him. (laughs) My partner, Matt, and I have also adopted a new cat named Gary. Terrible. Who we are discovering is a Norwegian forest cat. That sounds so scary. I don't know what it is. It's uh, the stuff of nightmares. Thank you so (laughs) much for your hard work. You have many fans. Sincerely, Joe. How do you know how many fans we have, Joe? Yeah, Joe, what do you know? Yeah, what do you know about it? You don't know Joe. Yeah. You don't know Blow Joe. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know Jack Joe. That's right. Uh, The other thing is we did get a letter from someone named Brandon, and I have to say I – Stand corrected. Oh, and by uh, the way, they just, do you know that person, Joe, emailed right away again and said, oh no, I just heard you talking about the name Gary. So, so sorry, LOL. <laughs> well, rename the or cat. Or is that wrong? No, that's correct. Yeah, Tell rename me, the re- cat. rename the cat. Joe, rename the cat. Gary's not going to fly for the, for a cat. Yeah. Not even for a cat. I'd take it on a dog, but not on a cat. Correct. Uh, someone named Brandon wrote in to us in response to uh, okay, remember our epic, our cliffhanger, 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 yes. cliffhanger, 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 that I fell asleep during? Sure. I mean, yawned during. Oh, this was like three, yes, three and a half pages, and the it was the sister, the right? The sister, and the babysitting, and the free babysitting, and the reduced course load, and the whole, the, and the husband who left the sister on the side of the road when she was 10 months pregnant, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Right. I do. And of course, I, I made an off the cuff comment. Okay. Where I said, "This. What do you expect? This guy is on antipsychotic medication. Uh, why expect anything from this guy?" Mm-hmm. And in fairness to Brandon, who wrote in, the truth is, if someone is taking their antipsychotics and they are managing their, you know, condition that, of course, they can live very fulfilling lives. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they can't be wonderful partners, et cetera, et cetera. In this case, to me, it felt like another piece of information about a guy that seemed to be a disaster in many ways. And so I made an offhand remark about it. And so I would like to clarify, of course, it is true if people are being medicated responsibly and they're taking their conditions responsibly, that there's no question they can, of course, be productive and important parts of their families. That just didn't seem to be what this guy was doing. So yes. I do I do appreciate Brandon writing in to us. I know people who are on Abilify and um, Zaprexa, I think is another one. Okay. That, uh, that, yeah, I mean, they are, they're, let me put it this way. They've been through a lot of pain and have 
really taken well to this medication and, and are, you know, yeah. really being treated in the right way, which I'm- So I apologize if that came off as far too casual. Cavalier. Cavalier, exactly. Well, listen, that was, please, that was like one part of something that was just a, a massive issue. Well, Brandon didn't feel that way, Brian, okay? Well, Brandon, you've been heard and we've been corrected. Yeah. Now, do you want to read this or do you want me to read this? Because someone wrote to. a letter right to you. So I thought I should read it to you. Oh. So that you could hear it. Okay. How does that sound? I love it. Dear Brian, you're fired. Love, Rana. Just kidding. You know what, Rana? Okay. <laughs> Signed, Rana, Jason Manzoukas, Naomi Agpera, and Jessica St. Clair. <laughs> And then the t- 100,000 other people signed the petition, if you can believe it. That's great, Rana. That's, <laughs> that's fabulous. I'm thrilled. It, it, it sounds like it's unanimous. <laughs> Even Sherman signed it. Sherman, you're so rude. <laughs> he did. He's like, yes, I did. But Derek didn't sign it. What does it all mean? All right. Hello to the elegant Rana and the very precious Brian. I'm writing this to thank Brian for his candid responses about his experiences with his family. I'm in my early 30s and I'm just beginning the process of unraveling myself from the toxic, manipulative, hurtful patterns with my parents and siblings. There's been so much heartbreak realizing the people closest, in quotes, to me aren't the people who see me, support me, and love me in a way that I need to be supported. They pull me down instead of pulling me up, to quote Rana. And untangling from, thank God I got some shout out in here, my God. Right, well, you deserve I mean, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and wait? Right, totally. (laughs) I can't imagine what that feels like. Well, Brian gets compliments. I can't imagine. I really can't imagine what that must feel like. And untangling from the abusive dynamic seems like the most important work I'll do in my life. Good for you. I I can finally start living without having the voice in my head be one of disapproval, condescension, shame, and hatred. Brian, I'm just so glad to hear from someone who is on the other side. Without knowing the details, I just wanted to say I am deeply sorry for how you were mistreated. No one deserves that. You're so sweet. In addition to being in therapy, fostering solid, supportive friendships, and being a Carriage House member, I have been reading up on the psychology behind these toxic relationships, and it's been helping me a lot. Currently, well, here we go. We're going to suggest. Currently, I'm reading the second in a series of books with the title Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents, and it's been incredibly helpful. I was wondering, what helped you the most during your journey? Again, I am just so happy to hear in your voice and spirit that you are on the other side. You are both lights. Uh, would like to be kept anonymous. Well, first of all, I would dig into the entire Left Behind series. Uh, it really, <laughs> I think, it really, I think, explains a lot. Um, it sounds like you're doing everything right. I mean, the things that worked for me were, yeah, therapy. I was, you know, going twice a week for a while, which really helped, and. Um, and also I think just for me taking the time away from my parents that I, that I needed, uh, with, for me, it was just not speaking to them for a while. And that I, I actually think at the time, I didn't think it really helped at all, but it, I think it did actually in the long run. Cause they sort of saw what could happen. I'm not certainly not suggesting you do that. I don't know your relationship, but you're doing yeah. it. You're doing it. Sounds like you have a great support system. You're in therapy and you really 
want to heal. And that's, I think, the magic combo. combo. What do and you everyone's think, journey is their journey. So totally. the, this person doesn't really know your story. They know what right. you've shared, uh, which is wonderful. But obviously, I'm sure there are other parts that you've also kept private or the, or the uh, you know, intimate details of your personal story. And it seems like they're doing the things that fit their story and that, yeah. that that there are common themes here, which they feel very inspired by the work that you've done, which is so wonderful, truly. Uh, but keep doing what you're doing, it sounds totally. like. And yeah. I have to say for me, um, I did group therapy for a little while and then kind of fell off it, but I loved it. If you need sort of, and obviously I don't know what your issue is, but LGBTQ centers have these all the time. They're free and they're very, very helpful. And then also just like friends. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just, that's that's a big part of it. It was so nice. I mean, actually, Rana, you, you have been there for, during some really dark moments for me and just having someone to cook me a little meal and say how terrific I am really did help. Oh, well, I so, didn't mean to be. Really? <laughs> you, meant to, you meant for me to unravel. By the way, I don't know how far I am. If, if this person has listened to the first 15 minutes of the show, they'll be like, wait, is he any better? <laughs> this is, I have to say, this is a fun dynamic tonight. I don't know what's going on, but it is off the wall. Well, Ronnie, because when, when there's no guest here, it gets a little looser. Oh, we forgot to tell them there's, there's no, no guest. There's no guest. There's no guest. <laughs> so if you're not enjoying this, turn it off now. That's right. Because it's, it's just, just going to be more of this. Down and dirty in the jungle. That's right. Uh, okay. Let's read a couple of these updates. And then we've got to get to our questions. We've got to do we've, this. We've got some fabulous. I think it's nice, though, that lately we've been spending a little time saying, you know what? We need to get back to basics and back to our relationship and having our little dynamic. So Correct, Rana. We've had a few Just Us episodes lately, and I hope we do a few more in the I do, coming too. Months. They're some of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. So we got some great reviews, Rana. Five stars. By the way, it only helps and encourages and promotes the podcast to rate, review, and subscribe to Ask Rana. Any little five-star thing you write or rate, it's so easy. Happens in seconds. You should do it. It's so true. It means that it really – I mean, think about the algorithm. Yeah. You're helping us in the algorithm. Rana, you're not going to believe what someone – what a yoga instructor said the other day. What? He goes, you know, and this guy, I like his classes. I hate, hate, hate his philosophizing. It drives me crazy. So he's a talented, gifted athlete, but not uh, not a great mind of our generation. The entire class was how we're all Neo, and this is the Matrix. Get out of here. I truly was like, what year is it? How old are you? Like, what are we doing? You've made me just... I, it was so instantly anti-queer. <laughs> so strange. I, it was just so gross. You know that thing where it's like, because really, da da da. And it's like, right, we get it. You you took a freshman year of college and saw the movie, and so that's who you are now. But Got the it. movie came out how long ago? The nineties, right? Twenty years. I don't Something even know. Like that. Twenty plus years. Oh, they are making another one though. It was really upsetting. Oh, that is true. And it. You just want to say, could you just not talk? Just not talk. Yeah. Like we've, I, I don't know anyone who hasn't seen the movie. I don't know who decided that that needed to be a component of yoga classes now. Yeah. 
that they have to bring something to the session instead of just bringing the class to the session. Exactly. It was all just how I'm Neo and how we've got to get you back into the JCC because they don't do that at the JCC. Well, you know what? Oh, you know what? She got COVID. Oh, shall we? She did. She well, she was an anti-mask, but yeah, she well, yeah, sure. She's fine now, but anything for attention. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. No (laughs) kidding. What does Jenny Yaya have to say? Jenny Yaya says, do yourself a favor and download this podcast. Come for the comedy and stay for the surprisingly on-point advice. Rana is the best, and Brian's hot takes are the hottest. I love when he makes Rana laugh. These two, ah, the best. So glad I found this podcast. So nice. Jenny Yaya is going to love this episode. It's right. It's just for her. It's right up her alley. Yeah. Rain bombed. Aspirational, irreverent, a masterclass in podcasting. Oh. Nothing I can type here will prepare you for the absolute delight you'll feel as soon as you hear Ronner and or Brian speak for 10 seconds. Don't let any of the existing or recurring bit structure here discourage you. You'll catch on quick enough, and I promise you'll end up listening to their full back catalog before you know it. While I look forward to later seeing you at the carriage house, I must insist that you send in your proof of vaccinations to HR. I'm not sure if they'll be in the office, but I know that their email is live. Whether you're nodding fiercely along with the sincerity and candor coming from Rana's unmatched intuition, or you're in absolute stitches over the chicanery that Brian's truly unique mind can invent on command, or you've sought out the entire dang oeuvre of yet another remarkable and talented guest, five stars only, excuse me, you'll never regret listening to this absolute gift of a show. Wow. I'd rather be listening to it than listening for it. I have to say, I didn't, you didn't stick the ending. No. Right. But the rest yeah. was brilliant. But we knew what you meant and we yeah, appreciated we the effort and that My God, was of course. just, wow. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. That was really something. Yeah. I mean, there was that thesis and there, there was all this supportive evidence. Yeah. That was something. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Is there one more? No. Okay. Then we'll move on to our questions. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to read the question. The I first question. To. Dearest Rana Brioan, they wrote. That is the Y I E O A N. Is that that's a new one? So and it's, it's I th- Celtic or something? Because the other day you introduced Brian. Someone wrote for Brian the other but day. But this is I, not Brian. This is like Brioan. Yeah. This Brioan. Is, yeah. This is, I think, Celtic or something. Yeah. This or is Welsh. Empire. Yeah. Uh, and lovely guests. Not today. Not applicable. You got, you got, you got sizzled today. That's no right. No guests today. That we're on the chocolate river in that boat. Hang on. <laughs> I adore your podcast. Mm. Thank you for making this past year a bit more bearable. So here's my dilemma. I have a friend of 20 years who is so much fun to be around and such a generous, joyful individual. Unfortunately, she has a horrible habit of revealing people's deepest secrets. Says who? Right. Who's the, you mean, why is it that horrible? Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like I want to be friends with her. Yeah. Right. I know all about her family members and our mutual friends' abortions, oh my miscarriages, God. incidents of self-harm slash cutting. Wow. Quite, mental health issues, sex kinks, marital problems, and her own husband's mental health slash sexual dysfunction. 
These are just a few examples of many. I haven't called her out because our friendship began when we were 18 and quite immature. I think I've unconsciously gone along with this pattern in our friendship, but I'm getting tired of it. I usually try to redirect our conversations to other topics, but it always seems to return to gossip. She continues to share people's secrets, and I'd like to address it with her, but I'm unsure how. Do you have any suggestions? She also, she's also about halfway through a pregnancy with her first child, which she, unsurprisingly, told folks about early on, like six weeks. I want to remain friends uh, because her core being is wonderful, and I'd also like to share more with her about my life, but I am afraid that she will blab to others about it. We she don't will. Li- I mean, no doubt about it. She will, and she has. And she does, exactly. We don't live in the same city anymore. Get together about one to two times a year pre-COVID and have an active group chat. I've always been a people pleaser slash very conflict resistant and no longer identify as such. My aim in life is to be more authentic, but still remain kind. Any advice on how to address this with gratitude, reformed people pleaser? Well, I think probably tone is is something we might be missing here. Is she a gossip or is she, oh, you're not going to believe what happened to blah, blah, blah. It's so sad, da, 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 da. And are these, I guess, these people that she's talking about, they're also your close friends. Then, yeah, it does feel a little bit like a violation. If your friend isn't, if, it's, if your friend had a miscarriage or an abortion, something, you know, happened that was potentially traumatic or not, but, you know. um it seems like that friend should probably tell you. I don't know. I think if she's doing this in a gossipy way, that's pretty gross. Okay. I want to know, A, how are we receiving this information? Is it in a text? And is this in the group chat? Do you two have a chat on the phone once a month? Right. Is she telling you these things, and not in person clearly, because you said you only see her once, one to two times a year. What, is this in the group chat? Because there's two problems if it's in the group chat. One is that it's in the group chat. It shouldn't yeah, be if no, she's revealing people's for sure not sensitivities. But the other thing about it being in the group chat is you have to just make a little joke about this and basically set your boundary. Where if they type, did you hear so-and-so had an abortion, blah, 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 you just write TMI. Mm-hmm. But the real issue here is not really what's going on with this friend, to be honest with you, because the friend is the friend. That's who she is. And if you don't want to hear things she has to say when she's gossiping and this and that, you can easily just say to her in conversation, whoa, yeah, uh, don't want to hear it. Not interested. Yeah. None of my business. But, 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 but nothing. Don't tell me. I'm covering my ears. I don't want to hear it. Mm. And if it's over text, I think the TMI thing is actually perfect. And also, there's also just not responding to those things. Yeah. You know? But there are ways to say, you're digging in the wrong place. Right. I'm not interested in hearing any of this. But your little tiny little issue here is that you're looking for someone to play, somewhere to play out your newfound power. And my opinion is that that is misplaced. Okay. Where you have signed this reformed people pleaser. Do that in your personal relationships, okay? If someone in your life does something that you don't like, and set a boundary with them. This person is talking about other people. 
You didn't hear that she was talking about you, which she is, of course, by the way. Right. But you don't need to step up and be strong and damage this relationship just because you've changed how you feel about something. You can set your boundary. She's fun. You just said yourself, the opening letter. She's fun. She's this. She's that. You're crazy about her. She's a good friend of yours. You don't like this habit. She has a bad habit or a bad quality. But you don't have to engage with that. You see her one to two times a year. This isn't the person that you sit next to at work. No. What is it bothering you so much for? And the reason is because you see it as a reflection of your own inability to set boundaries with people and to tell and to and to find your voice. Right. And this so is it's someone getting who, under your skin. This isn't someone you, like you just said who you work with every day. This is someone you see one to two times a year. So I think what you could say because I do think people respond to this um, pretty well is when something just. I don't know. Something doesn't make you feel good or if something doesn't make you could just say like I love you, but this kind of information makes me uncomfortable. Of course. If and you're that's, on the phone that's with not her. mean. That's not no. rude. That's none of those things. That's not off-putting. It's not confrontational. Because people respond when it's like people what people don't don't really respond well to is like you shouldn't say things like that and you shouldn't be talking about other people. But yeah. people do respond pretty well when it's like it makes me uncomfortable. What are you gonna say to that? Of course. Or you, know? you say, can I be honest with you? I don't want to know anything about their marriage. It's none of my business. Yeah. And people clam up pretty fast yeah. when you say things like that. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Nothing. Uh, good. Gnug. I don't want yeah. to hear it. Yeah. Uh, and it honestly, it makes me feel rotten to know something, yeah. that, something about his wife that his wife doesn't know. Or, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever it is. Just makes and, me uncomfortable and uneasy. And I mean- People don't want to make you feel like that. So it may actually make her you, think about her behavior. Yeah. I, oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Because and it's I not do pointed think, and it's not yeah. ugly. There are those moments where you think you're saying something fun and then someone says something like that to you and you think, oh, God, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful. I hope I didn't yeah, upset right. this one or that one or, you know, occasionally those focusing moments. But just be careful about. What belongs to, you know, telling everyone in your life that you're not a mouse anymore, you're a lion, and what is dealing with things when they really happen to you and as they come. You don't want to overcorrect and destroy a friendship over over a, an undesirable quirk. When I visit my parents, this is very different, but when I visit my parents or when I have, and especially the last year-ish, well, not really the last year, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Recently. Recently. Um, my mom, like, stacks the house with cookies and sweets because, like, you know, she just assumes I'll love them. Yeah, she wants she, to like, show you love And she, pushes them way. on me. Exactly. And she pushes them on me, and it's nice, but I obviously, you know, I have said on here that sugar just fucking makes me crazy. Yeah. And so the only thing she really responds to is when I say, like, I'm not going to have any. It just, it doesn't make me feel good. It just doesn't make me feel good. And then she kind of backs off. I think people respond to stuff when it's like, oh, why don't you just have one more? Why don't you just have one more? No, it just, I, it will make me feel bad and, or it makes me feel sick. Yeah. yeah. They get it. And they'll stop. I think so. Yeah. Good luck. And by the way, 
Good luck. You're that not was getting weird. you're not getting the prize. <laughs> I can tell that was that, weird how I that said was the, that. That was the first time you've told someone in advance they weren't winning the giveaway. That is not true. I just want to say good luck with your reform. Good luck. People you're not winning the giveaway. That's but what I, I heard. But I also agree with Rana in that like I am also sort of like constantly aware of like people pleasing and maybe a reform to myself, but also what I have done yeah. is taken it to a place where it doesn't need to go in situations that are mild and not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially at the beginning of it, you go so hard yeah. with, with everything in your life that feels like it's attached to that, where it's like, well, no, maybe one or two relationships are really like that. Or yeah. maybe, you know what I mean? Like maybe what the, what the answer is like, if someone's like, what should we have to eat? And you're constantly saying, I don't know, but you do know. Then yeah, just say what you, you know, oh, I think I'd like this. Or maybe we could have this. But don't say, you guys always pick. And you know what I mean? Like, yes. you don't want to fly off the handle You don't this. have to paint everything with that brush. Correct. It can yeah. either be you just sitting silent or saying something, but not everyone is out to But I know, think it's funny that, that she thought we were going to tell her to break up with her. Whatever that third paragraph right. is. Oh, you're says, right. Well, I don't want to stop talking to her. Well, who said you should? First yeah. of all, you, let me tell you how boring your life's going to be as soon as you break up with her. Totally. She's got, a, she's got her finger on the pulse. Be careful what you wish for. And why does it? And the other ridiculous thing, which I have to address, is so funny, is you saying you wish you could tell him more things. Because whoever this girl is, is a complete genius because everybody tells People her everything. People want to divulge. They're dying to tell her everything and she's dying to repeat it and they just keep doing it. Yeah. And you want to tell her things too. I mean, I have to say- Listen, I wouldn't want that kind of information, not the dark stuff. I really wouldn't about people I know. It would not make me feel good. But, and it really just, like you said, it would sort of make me feel rotten. But this person is showing you exactly who she is. Yes. She's not hiding anything about her personality. If so you she's tell not her, getting one over on you. She she's going to repeat it. Exactly. Yeah. She's telling you straight up. She often, she probably also thinks it's, a, it's an even batter exchange. True. She's yeah. like the manicurist in that movie, The Women. She's the one who's just, just going, going, going. Every yeah. woman that comes in, she's talking about the last woman who was just there. Yes. If I tell you something, you can assume I told someone something about you. Exactly. Yeah. Pick a little talk, a little pick, a little talk, a little cheap, 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 cheap. Correct. Uh, all right, dear. You're going to read this next one, and it is it. steaming. Ooh. Dear Rana and Brian, capital Y, and in parentheses, if you're feeling it today. That's so nice. I am feeling it. Thank you for asking. Yeah. And wonderful I would have thought you weren't feeling it based on Well, 20 minutes ago, react. I was not feeling yeah, it. But if someone shifted, had pulled that what. crap yeah. in one of the reviews or something, no way. Yeah. But I'm okay now. First of all, I cannot thank you two enough. I've been a longtime fan of both of yours, and Tuesdays and Fridays are my favorite days. Oh. Isn't that so sweet? Having you turn, having you to turn to in this pandemic has been particularly comforting. So thank you for being there for your devoted listeners. I promise to keep this as brief as possible. I never thought I'd have a reason to write in seeking your wisdom. They never do. They never do, Angel. They never do. <laughs> but then <laughs> a handsome male man walked into my neighborhood and threw me for a loop. I'm a straight cis woman Excuse in my mid-30s me. for context. Yes, that loop has been thrown. I, she already reminds me of one of those Looney Tune cartoons. Remember the like, 
woman who looked beautiful from behind, but then when you, the Looney Tunes, when you saw her face. It was Bugs Bunny usually. It was Bugs Bunny. And then she would scream if there was a handsome guy, a man, and like run after. That was the best. Oh, get out of here. Get out of here. I noticed this, this handsome postman several months ago on one of my many pandemic walks. It's the only time I've seen him up close and I noticed how handsome he is. She's just handsome so many times. And more importantly, <laughs> no ring. He smiled and said, hello. And I felt like there was a little something there. But I'm also a terrible judge of these things. Excuse I'm an introvert me. and perpetually single. Oh, boy. Make Get that lemonade ready. Get that lemonade ready. I work from home a couple days a week, so I'm here in the afternoon when he delivers the mail. However, I usually look like a trash monster on these days, and it feels weird to get dolled up just to look good in case I see him. I don't think it's weird. How, how dolled? Yeah, exactly. Not like in an evening gown, but like, yeah, I would want to look cute for someone who came by that I thought was cute. He's a handsome man, whether he's delivering the post or not. He's handsome times three. Yeah. My mom lives with me and is not the pushy tripe who, pushy tripe, sorry, pushy type who tries to, I was not calling your mother bull guts. Pushy tripe. Who tries to find me a mate. But even she said. That we haven't received a message, a comment from pushy tripe before. We've never, pushy tripe has never once written in. And I got to say, I miss them. I know they're out there. (laughs) But even she said, even her mother said, have you seen him? You need to talk to him. But how? My friends have suggested leaving cheeky notes in my mailbox, but I don't think that's... Oh, I don't know about that. I don't think that's the right angle, is it? Do you have any advice on how to interact with the postman that isn't creepy or weird? Or should I just forget about and unappreciate him from afar? I don't want to be a creep. I hope this wasn't too long. I edited it. You two and your guests really are the best. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Please don't use my name. Sincerely, pining for the postman and an immediate follow-up email. So sorry for the PS. And apologies for any dreaded typos on my initial email. I sent in a hurry before I lost the nerve. By the way, I don't think there were any. Well, but you did say you edited it. So why are you writing back to say you didn't edit it? And I thought this may help for context. I live in the U.S., we know because you spell favorite that the the way we do. Yeah. In an old neighborhood with detached houses and the mailman walks house to house to deliver. I don't Just wanted know, us to know that. I don't know why that helps, but it does help with the visual. I will it say it does because now all I wanted to do was pop out of a cake on the porch. <laughs> Thank you again for your time <laughs> and thoughtful advice. I'm excited for her. I know. And her mother's in on it. And this is really exciting. Yeah. I don't know how to flirt. So, Rana, what, are you, what would you do in this situation? It's a, I'm a tough terrible question. Flirt. People always flirt with me. I don't usually flirt with them. Sure, they, sure. Uh, I mean, I think that's the point. You sort of have to try to flirt with the postman. Yeah. And you sort of do have to put on a little lipstick or brush your hair or whatever it is. I would. I mean, if if I there were a cute guy who was always walking around here and I knew what time he was walking around, I what wouldn't would that look, be something try to look, to look my best. forward to? No kidding. Oh. God, that's exciting. How exciting. If nothing else, you've got a cute postman that you've got a cute dynamic with. And by the way, you getting dulled up, and again, like we're not talking, you know, rouge. No, but we're saying, you know, put on rouge. We're saying you know, make sure your hair's cute. Even if you're just wearing it up, make sure it's cute. As they say in 13 going on 30. Yeah. As they say in 13 going on 30, look 30, flirty, and thriving. 
That's exactly right. Which, right. by the way, I have to say, I really, I think that movie's pretty terrific. I love that movie. I think she's incredible in it. She's incredible. And I think he's, Mark Ruffalo's incredible. He, in it. That is his it's most one of my favorite performances. Performance. Yeah. He, that's the only time I've, like, he's a handsome guy, obviously, and he's very, very cute, but extremely he's talented. So, he's like, you want, you want him to be your boyfriend in that movie. Oh, he, he sells it totally. like you can't believe. He's so great. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little tinted moisturizer, a little sure. oleo and oso, which is the uh, little, you know, lip stick, cheek color thing that I've yeah. talked about before, which just gives you a little tint. Mm -hmm. There are way curl your eyelashes without looking like you're wearing makeup. The make, no makeup, makeup look. Right. Bikini. Maybe it's a flash dance sweatshirt, a little bra strap showing. Yeah. That's cute. And, but casually fabulous is what we're saying. Right. And treat it as a little bit of an experiment. See if he responds. I know. Instead of being so worried about, oh my God, what's going to happen? And dun, 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 what do I say? And dun, dun, strike up a conversation. You don't have to carry everything. See if he see if he carries it right back. See if he tosses the ball back to you. Mm -hmm. But for sure, I mean, you know his route. You know what you know when he's coming around. I mean, and by the way, it, maybe this is too much. I don't think it ever hurts to say you had an extra something in your house and would he like it? Oh, like I a like muffin that. or a cookie or a bottle of something or. I don't really Pro use this. Would you like it? Probably not a bottle of something. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> or an extra pair of underwear that you're not using. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> put, them in a, put them in a brown lunch bag. Your last say, HIV and STI these. tests. Yes. <laughs> a, co a COVID negative test. All whatever. your labs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love the idea that, because I will sometimes give to my postman if I've made my blueberry muffins or whatever, I'll yeah. say, do you like a blueberry muffin? Yeah. yeah so of course, I say, hold on, I just made some. But I think that's a nice idea. Oh, I just yeah, made this. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way I can eat or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. just made this. I, you, would you like one? They're pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Let's get it going casually. But I think absolutely get your look together, figure it out. Whether it's a pair of sweatpants that makes your tush look good or, you know, whatever it is. And if it is, yoga pants, sweatpants, whatever it is that looks good on you, or jeans, you better make sure you think, oh, could you hold on one second? I forgot this letter I need to give you so we can see you walking away. Oh my God. That's yeah. so great. That's Work so great angles. if you see him and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just need to grab a letter from the house and just have it all set up. Wiggle, Why wiggle, not? wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Exactly. Underalls. And you can look back at him like Petunia, bat yeah. your eyes. Do your underalls shake? Exactly. Do, 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 exactly. do. Yeah. Correct. Do your Betty Boop. Let's get a slow thing. flirt going here. This guy comes around every day. We don't have to hit the gas pedal. No, you don't. That's yeah. exciting. If nothing else, you have something to really look forward to because I bet in the summer he wears shorts. Just let, set up a slip and slide outside. <laughs> do you know I, what I mean? And well, then when why he comes not by, just sunbathe just topless outside then? Sunbathe, so put on the sprinklers and run through them and say, it's so hot outside. <laughs> oh, I know. Why not run a car wash 
Exactly. And we're just a bikini a wet, and white t-shirt. A wet t-shirt con- uh, exactly. cow wash. Like, Will you be the judge of the wet t-shirt yes. contest? I'm the only contestant. I was just washing my car. That's a good idea. Yes. Yes. In your Daisy Duke cutoffs. Yep. And yep. it is roomy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, How fun. I'm so excited for you. Please let us because know. Because now, yeah, now we have something we're looking forward to. Exactly. Yep. Uh, dear Ron O'Brien and sensational guests. You know what? That was Sensational is a word we don't hear that often, and it's so good, except there's not a guest. That's why I read it, because I think it applies to us. I agree. We are sensational. Sensational is a great word. We are a sensation. I specifically need Rana's high uh-huh. class taste so I can send a wedding gift to my childhood friend. Sure. This Mikasa gift, Lazy Susan. Well, let's just hang on a second, okay? <laughs> I do love the idea of Lazy Susan, though. This gift needs to be so extravagant, it blows my ex friends who all dumped me in high school away. Uh oh. The friend group I grew up with was extremely toxic. Some girls got invited to sleep over, others not. A lot of exclusion occurred during the years. In grade nine, oh, we've got a Canadian here. Our oh. friend Allison moved. A-L-Y-S-O-N. Yeah. Can I say that part? Please. Yeah. The following year, the group completely iced me out. At the time, it was heartbreaking, but eventually led me to be stronger and meet better people. We get together if Allison comes back home during the years. Uh, Over the years, I think they mean, but in any event. But other than that, had little contact with the other girls. Now we are 25. Allison invited a small group of us to her wedding in Calgary. See, there we go. Uh Uh-huh. I hope they're going to the stampede, don't you? Yeah, please. It's the world's biggest rodeo. Yeah. We all live in Vancouver and have to travel out of the province. I reached out to the girls to book flight slash accommodation. Your first mistake. Come to find out three girls booked accommodation together without letting the rest of us know. I decided not to attend and blame COVID for the shake of my mental health. I know there's a part of me that still hurts despite making new friends. I'm choosing not to be excluded again at 25. I want to send a fantastic gift so my presence will be known at the wedding regardless. My budget is up to $200, Canadian, I assume, since I would have spent a lot to attend. Thank you for the joy you both bring to me each week. Please don't judge me too hard on my desire to be petty. Kiss, kiss, Alex. Well, the way it works here, and I assume Canada, is I don't think they'll know that you, the only person that's going to know you sent that gift is Allison. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're going to get credit for it and you're not going to do what everyone wants is the Janice Joplin going to her high school reunion and sticking a middle finger out the window and driving by. That is the, that is the Romeo and Michelle fantasy everybody wants. The problem is it really doesn't ever pay off. No. And there's no real, like, like they don't, as Rana once said to me, Elaine doesn't give me the time of day. (laughs) So, and I've never forgotten it. These <laughs> girls are are not concerned with you at all. They're just and and I don't mean that rudely. Fuck no. them is what yeah. I really mean. Yeah. These they sound horrible. Yeah. But they're not going to notice that you gave her an expensive gift. Allison will notice, and so then that's up to you. 
what you want, the desired outcome that you're looking for, you cannot have. And by the way, I think you're smart feeling this way not to go to the wedding. I do. Uh, I do and I don't. Okay. I do because it's under, it's creepy crawly under your skin, all of this. So the state that you're in over this, I agree that you will go and you will have a bad weekend. So I agree with Brian on that. Uh, But you have chosen to stay friends with Allison all these years. That's true. And she's your good friend, it sounds like. And you are missing her wedding because you are afraid to feel uncomfortable with a group of women who you should have written off 10 years ago. And that's the truth. I I know it's difficult because it's so hard. It's so easy to, especially when you're in your 20s, it's so easy. 25 is still so young. So young. And it's so easy to hang on to how you were mistreated not that long before, you know? Um, And it's still, it does, you know, the wounds are still pretty deep then. So I could see how I could, like, if I, if it were me, Honestly, if it were me, I would I would go because I was good friends with Allison, but it would I would really be uncomfortable. And I don't know if going would be the right thing ultimately. Well, the real thing is we don't know the circumstances of the wedding, meaning who else is there? Can you bring a True. date? Obviously not. You can't bring a date because you're 25 and you would have said, I'm bringing my boyfriend or, I'm, or they invited me with a boyfriend and I can't or my girlfriend or whoever it is. But- The thing you're asking us for, I hate to say it, we never say this, we can't give to you. You want us to tell you a showstopper gift that is going to make an impact on the group. Nothing is going to make an impact on the group. Because it's not like a bridal shower. Also, it doesn't matter. Right. They don't, you can't, you you want to make them jealous or you want Allison to show that she likes you that more than she likes them or whatever that moment is that you're hoping for. And honestly, short of spending her, sending her on a honeymoon around the world that everyone at the wedding will hear about, there isn't a gift that's going to do that. Yeah, they're not going to see it. The gift here is for us to tell you that these girls are not worth your time. Absolutely and this is And this not. pettiness, which, you, which, look, I don't think it's petty to- I don't either. About this. Me neither. But I do think there is no revenge or comeuppance or breakthrough or anything to to be had here. Is the bad news, mm-hmm. and you have to grow up a little bit around this. Unfortunately, even though, and I'm not disavowing any of your hurt feelings or how they've behaved or how they've treated you over the years or anything. I'm just saying. You you can't keep carrying that forward. Because they're because over it. there's nothing, they were never under it. They were never under it. The people, it's, it's like, I have a friend who always said like, oh, we didn't have bullies in my high school, da, 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 da. And someone else pointed out, well, that's because you were, you were the, the popular one. You oh, were you were the, the popular one, yeah. Yeah, like you, yeah. like, of course you didn't think that. You didn't see it or feel it. These people never saw or felt that they were bad people. And by the way, Ultimately, unless they really take stock of themselves, that does not work out in their favor. It just doesn't. You're all friends with Allison. You're not friends with each other. Yeah. And so this thing about they excluded you on the accommodation, et cetera, 
you're not really friends with them. I yeah, don't want to stay with. Why do they have to stay with someone they're not friends with? God, and why would you want to? Because they want. She wants to feel included. Included, yeah. And I believe me, I understand how that gaping, that wound feels to be reopened. It's a terrible, terrible feeling. But only you can allow them to reopen it. And I do think it's a nice idea to send a gift that says, I love you so much and I'm so sorry I'm not there. You know, something that is special. I'm glad you're spending the extra money, actually. Not that personal means expensive, but it's a worthy investment because you're not going. So I, I do think that. And as far as wedding gifts, I always say give people what they want. Like, look at a registry if she has one. If not, Rana, that's all you. What do you What do you think? Yes, to me, it's about knowing Alex. Uh, not sorry, not Alex. About knowing the friend, Allison. Yes, and knowing what Allison is about and what they need. And really, the only positive thing you can do with this gesture is pick something specific and lovely to give to Allison and her new partner and try and cleanse yourself of this toxic energy by committing a a lovely act that is free of all of the baggage that you've attached to it. Or get her something they're really going to talk about and get like a doll made of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like an Annabelle-style doll made of you so that she'll sure, call them and be like, like, you guys, I got the those, previous gift. One of those babies. Those that are babies. Like a re- yes, those yeah. real-life babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or whatever, the lifelike babies, whatever yeah. those are called. Yeah. And, yeah. And it, but make sure it comes with a certificate named after you. It has to have the certificate, otherwise it's not- I do love the-, the name Alex spelled with an I. I will say that, which is I what she is. Yeah. Dear, we have bad news for you. We're not really in the revenge department because- well. Well, that's not true. We are in the revenge, the revenge business. <laughs> but this but isn't revenge. Only when it works. Yeah. This yeah, is not. This isn't. This isn't you, won't, work. you won't get to. You'll just be out. Walk away from that fire. And you'll with get a, a, with thank, a you know. bottle of Negrana in your hand. This won't. No. That's not going to happen for you. With no. this, unfortunately, they're just. No. They're not going to know. Speaking of a bottle of Negrana in hand, Yar. Who are we giving our gift to this week? I think we know. Okay. Well, the I problem is we don't ship internationally. Okay, that's so right. So we the, can't the, send the Alex a Negrana to uh, Vancouver. So we're going to have to pick something else. So I'm then, guessing she's our winner. Who, who's our roundup? Okay, is it pining for the postman or the oh. friend who can't keep a secret? Well, pining for the postman, we could send her one of these, a set of the Oleo a, and Esso tinted. I could put together a little kit for her. Rana, I think that would be so special. Why don't you, if you're willing to, yeah. send us a picture. Mm-hmm. She might not have a picture. Of herself, not the oh. postman. <laughs> My God. Send a, well, definitely send us a picture of the postman if you've got one. Well, sure, if you've got one, yeah. Yeah, uh, to askrana at gmail.com. Yeah. Send me a picture, and I'm going to send you a few treats they're going to help with your look. I'm going to send you an eyelash curler. I'm going to send you a little tinted lip. And I'm going to send you a couple of ideas about how to do you know makeup makeup. I love that, Rana. That's really fun. And uh, then you send us the surveillance footage of you flirting with the, with the postman. <laughs> Get a ring camera. Do the whole thing. Yeah. 
Uh, well, you might be capturing, who knows? You might be capturing your courtship with your future partner. Who That's knows? That's true. Yeah. Um, dear, as usual, I had a fabulous time. Oh my God, Ron. What it was can so I say? fun. I had so much fun. I really, I really went from hot and heavy to really relaxed. Though now I'm wondering if we should be sending her some kind of package that she keeps saying to him. Do you know if it came yet? Did you see this? She has a reason. But do you think you know, that she'd be annoying? Okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to send it, but we're going to send it so that it requires a signature. Great. Right? Yeah. That's how we're going to help. Because that way, he has to get the signature from her, and he has I to think, talk to her. I have to like get it, what, it's certified? I don't know how it works. I don't know. Tony's like going to figure it out, whether I think it has if to be certified over, or what. You know what you do? Because I think if you declare that it's over $500, it has to have a signature. Obviously, what we're sending will not be that much, but you no. can just declare that it is. We're going to tell Tony to figure out how to make sure it gets a signature. Right. Okay. That's Love our gift it. to you. Yeah. Love it. I wouldn't mind an update from everybody this week. I'll say that. Me too. Uh, we are so, and who I really want an update from is a greater audience who are going to let us know if they ordered the Negrana. When yeah. they get the Negron, we want the pictures. We, we want, want the I, receipts. I have to say, I think this bottle is so gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's truly I so mean, beautiful. It'll be the talk of the town. I mean, it is. This lucky is how you, everybody. This is how you come out of lockdown, in yeah, my no, opinion. No kidding, Rana. Yeah. I mean, this is, Negrana Summer is here, people. It's so here. Get on board. Get on board. All right, dear. I adore you. What else can I say? I love you too, Rana. And well, well, I didn't say that, but no, but I did. I did. But I, <laughs> did you say it first, Rana? I did. I think I said it first, <laughs> which put me in a very vulnerable position. Uh, what are you supposed to say? Thank you. When someone tells you they love That's you, that's what they just, say to say. They just say thank you. That's so you. sweet. Thank you. <laughs> thank and then, you. <laughs> and then just keep an eye on the person because they're going to run for a gun to shoot themselves through the head. So just lock all the firearms away after you say thank you. <laughs> uh, I truly had a wonderful night with you, D. I hope you go take a good long bath and watch Judy or whoever you're watching right oh, I now. I will. I yeah. will. There's a, there's a new bath bomb called Angel's Kiss. Oh, where so does it come from? Oh, God. It's so good. It's lush. You know, you and Dante are gonna have to move in. Together. Actually, I think it's called Angels on Bare Skin. Yeah, that sounds horrible. No, what are you talking about, Ronnie? That sounds beautiful. <laughs> Angels on Bare Skin. Boy, are you? You're a real mock, aren't you? You'll take anything they'll sell you. Why not? Yeah, Angels on Bare Skin. It should be called Angel Kisses on Bare Skin. If that I would feel love. Like this body needs some attention. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll swallow you up. So it'll swallow you up like Jonah and the whale. You're so um, All right, dear. Have a wonderful night. Kiss, too, kiss. Rana. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> that was so fun. Wait a minute. I know. I I hope you're not already, already drawing your bath because I forgot to read the cliffhanger. I did have to turn the water off, but we totally forgot. Let's do it, Ron. Uh, okay. Let's cliffhang. I'll quickly read this. We I can't believe we had such a beautiful sign off. It was so pretty and it was so loving. And it was really, yeah, it was so imbued with meaning. Yes, yes. Dear Rana, Brian with a capital Y and thank potential you, I like sage it. guest. N-A. First, thank you for all that you do. 
Your friendly voices, smart advice, and fabulous taste have helped me tremendously during this pandemic. That's nice. I am working to keep my word count low, so I'll just dive in. Sure you will. 25 years. Oh, this is, wait a minute. I forgot. This is, I, I took a glimpse at this before. Okay. This is an actual cliffhanger. Oh, yes. Not one of those. This isn't, how do I stop making macaroni and cheese for my nephew? This is a real cliffhanger. Right. The answer to that is you don't. (laughs) 25 years ago, I was involved in a long-distance relationship, several states distance, not within driving distance. Let's call him Eric. One summer, over a long weekend, I went to visit Eric for several days. About four weeks later, he came to visit me and stayed for three weeks. Things felt off during that visit. I did not feel well, was extremely tired, and was experiencing intestinal issues for the majority of the visit. He seemed a bit distant and distracted. Well, they, you know, that does happen. Isn't it funny? It does happen to people when they get nervous mm-hmm. on like a second date and it can ruin, it can sabotage the whole thing. Completely. Anyway, those intestinal issues weren't nerves or IBS. It turns out I was pregnant. Let that sink in. This is a this is going to be good. I had gotten pregnant during that long weekend visit. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. Unfortunately, as I was discovering I was pregnant, I was also discovering that the relationship was crumbling. I found out he was seeing someone else in his home state and we broke up and he quickly stopped answering any of my calls and we fell out of contact until it eventually waned to zero. Okay. There was no way I was in any position to raise a baby, and an abortion wasn't an option at the time. So I carried the baby, gave birth to a beautiful, healthy boy, and surrendered him for adoption. I was in an unstable place at the time, and I did the best I could for my child. I made sure someone with more resources than me would raise him. Beautiful. At the time, I was unaware that open adoption was an option. And I contacted a religious organization that was in my area to handle the adoption. I was able to pick the couple that would parent my baby. That's, wow, that's something. But there has been zero contact since the very closed adoption. There was no father's name listed on the birth certificate. As agonizing as surrendering, surrendering my baby was, I know I did the right thing and am at peace with my, and am at peace with my decision. Recently, however... The baby's father has found me on social media. He reached out to me and asked the basic, how are you? How has your life been? Sort of questions. He is happily married and has two grade school age children. He seems to be happy and I am glad for him. I bear him no ill will and I'm glad that he has a nice life. I also have a pretty good life. I have a job I enjoy and have been married for 16 years to my current wonderful husband. He has no idea that 25 years ago, I carried his child, then surrendered it for adoption. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can you believe these people are running to us? I know. But the husband knows. Just this guy doesn't Yes, know. the husband yeah. knows. The, sorry, the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend the doesn't ex, know, but the, the husband The father knows. of the child, right. Yeah. So here's my dilemma. I've been feeling a lot of guilt for not letting Eric know about this baby. Should I let him... Uh, should I tell him about his adoption so many years ago? But should I tell him about this adoption so many years ago? Would that be unfair to potentially disrupt the happy life he seems to have built? 
Since the adoption was closed, I have no contact information to offer and really no information at all except for the, st- for the state the adoptive parents lived in at the time of the adoption. Do I share this information? Do I keep this secret to myself? My first priority is not to hurt anyone. Like I said, I am at peace with the decision and feel no shame or regret. I would not want for this information to cause any issues with Eric or his family. What do I do? Do I tell Eric about this baby or do I continue keeping this information to myself and allow him to live his life in ignorant bliss? Please help me sort this out. I just don't know what to do. My husband knows all about the situation and thinks that I should leave well enough alone and not tell Eric, but he's not the one feeling this guilt and even having guilt dreams about telling Eric about this baby. I look forward to what I am sure will be excellent advice on this matter. Please don't use my real name. Sincerely, Birth Mom. What a question. This is one, another one for the record books. I don't think we've ever had one like this. Oh, big time. No. Yeah. No, no, no. We are, well, this is, if you're not on Patreon. Come on. I don't know what you're doing, to be honest with you. I have to be honest with you. There's so many perks over there. Patreon.com slash askrana. $5 gets you into the carriage house and you become a chip. $10 $10 gets you sauna privileges, and all of a sudden, you're watching us. That's very beautifully put, dear. Thanks, Rana. I'm excited look how, for the so, look how softly you ended this episode after. this. like you ended it like a lullaby. I did. I you did. You came in as a bundle of nerves, and you ended it like a lullaby. That's right. I shocked my system to the point of absolute lobotomy. You just chased yourself in a circle for an hour. I did. And now I, you're ready to punch yourself out. All I had to do was run after the rabbit for a little bit. All you had to do was grab a frying pan and smash your set off <laughs> Absolutely right. I just had to jump through a few windows and walls, and I'm feeling much better. Well, I hope you enjoy your angel's kiss, um, so whatever it's called. Thank you. Rana. And uh, join us on Patreon for the answer yes. to that, because who wouldn't? And Excuse Rana, I me. Just, I do. I love you so much. Okay, dear. Thank you. The you. world to me. Thank you. The world. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, angels, kiss, kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.